Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through your Sunday games. Now, just a little heads up. Uh, due to some family things, I'm going over to another house uh, on Sunday, so I won't be able to uh, record the Sunday previews to get them out for you early. So I'm recording them on Saturday. I'm recording them on Saturday. So if there's any lineup changes between Saturday afternoon... And Sunday, uh, I won't be able to pick on those up, but I will post them on my Instagram story. I won't be able to say them on the podcast, I mean, but um, I will be able to post them on my Instagram story for you guys. So you won't miss a beat. You won't miss a beat, I promise. Uh, But what I do say today, the lineups I read out today are the lineups of Saturday morning afternoon. So... Let's get through uh, these lineups for the first game of your Sunday, which is the Raiders uh, v. the Dragons. For the Raiders, we have Seb Chris fullback, Nick Kotrick and Albert Hopawati on the wings, Jared Croak and Matt Simico in the centres, Jack White and Jamal Fogarty in the halves, Josh Papali'i and Joseph Tarpanay in the front row, Zach Wolford at nine, Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead in the back row, Corey Horsburgh at 13, Tom Starling, Emre Gula, Pasami Solo and Corey Harawira Naira on the bench there. There for the Raiders. Uh, for the Dragons, we have Tyrell Sloan at fullback, Matt Fagai, and Tautau Moga on the wings. Moses Suli, Zach Lomax in the centers. Amone, Ben Hunt in the halves. We'll talk about Ben Hunt in a second because there has been some controversy around him. Uh, Zane Musgrove and Blake Lowry in the front row with Jacob Little at nine. Uh, ben Murdoch, Masilla and Jaden Sewer in the back row. Jack Burt at 13. Uh, and then Moses Embai, Jack DeBellin, Toby Kuchman and Josh Kerr on the bench there for the Dragons. Now, Ben Hunt, obviously, I think a few days back now, uh, Clarky put on his story that Ben Hunt uh, was in an interview and he was asked, obviously, you know, do you think you're going to stay if Hook uh, ends up being sacked, if Anthony Griffin ends up being sacked as the coach? And he said that he'd have to reassess. Now, I'll get the exact quote up here um, that there was on the story, but look, I'll tell you my thoughts in a second. Here's the quote. It says, you would definitely have to think about it and reassess maybe. Oh, it's just it's just rough. And I, I don't blame Ben Hunt here because obviously he was put on the spot with that question and usually uh, some people when they are put on the spot they don't tend to do too well and when you get put on the spot you don't tend to say the right thing so I don't blame Ben Hunt I'm also blame the media more than Ben Hunt because obviously the media they did put him on the spot with that question and yeah as I said when you get put on the spot like that you don't really tend to do uh, too well you don't really tend to say the things that you should be saying but there's things that you do say and there's things that you don't say in an interview. And I think when you're a leader in a team, obviously like the Dragons, who is really struggling internally at the moment, there's a lot of issues. It's just one of the things that you don't really say. And, you know, even if you're thinking it, you know, if you, even if you are, you know, talking with other clubs, I know don't, I don't think Ben Hunt is talking with other clubs, obviously, since he's signed a long-term deal and Hook hasn't been sacked yet. But, you know, even if you're thinking it, even if you are, you know, talking to other clubs about going there, you know, if Hook you know, is going to be sucked at the end of the year. It's just one of the things you don't say. And when your team is struggling, and, you know, most of them are looking up to you as well. You're a leader in this side, one of the older guys, the seven. You're the captain in this team. You've got a lot of younger guys looking up to you, particularly, you know, some of the star players who are still quite young and looking for that leader in Ben Hunt. You know, when a lot of guys are looking up to you, you don't say you're leaving 
Uh, you don't say leaving is an option either, to be honest. I, I think it was a bit poor there. But obviously, again, I sort of blame the media more than I blame Ben Hunt because he was put on the spot. I think all that needed to be said was no comment or, you know, right now my full focus is with the Dragons or something along those lines. Um, probably would have been a little bit better. Um, but again, I know the media, media put him on the spot. And when you get put on the spot, it is hard to sort of direct conversation away from things you shouldn't be saying. Um, and I think that he's going to have to have a big game against the Raiders here, you know, to sort of prove that he does want to be there and he does want to help out this team, which we know he surely does because he's signed a massive contract extension to stay uh, with the Dragons. Obviously, that was pre of talks of Hook getting sacked, but, you know, he has signed that big contract extension to be at the club. Uh, And look, there was a lot of talk about it being orientated around Hook and, you know, Ben Hunt really loves Hook and his coaching style and things like that. But you wouldn't have signed a big contract extension like that, you know, to not be there at the Dragons and not want to be there at the Dragons, regardless of the coach. You wouldn't sign a lengthy contract extension to not want to be there and to only stay there about the coach, for the coach, sorry. Um, So, yeah, look, there's a lot of factors going into this one. I think at the end of the day, he just said the wrong thing, but we won't really talk about it too much further. I think that, as I said, just the wrong thing to say at the wrong time, uh, particularly, you know, when there's a lot of issues internally. But again, blame it on the media. The media put him under the the pump there for sure. Um, And yeah, it just wasn't the right thing to say there. But anyway, um, look, Jack Whiten's back for the Raiders. I think the Raiders win comfortably, to be honest. You know, Jack Whiten's back in this side at six, a real competitor, and you could tell they were sort of missing him last week, even though, by the way, they did beat the Broncos without Jack Whiten and without Joe Tarpanay. They're both back this week, but they look strong without these guys. So, you know, they're going to be even stronger in this game with them in the side. We know that Ben Hunt needs to have a big game to prove to the boys that he wants to be around this team. Uh, so he has to have a big game in this one. They're missing a prolific try scorer in Michaeli Ravalawa. So are the Raiders in Jordan Rapana. But Albert Hopawadi comes in for the Raiders. Tao Moga comes in um, for the Dragons. Hopawadi, a bit more spark for me. Jared Croker had a big week last week, particularly in defense as well. He comes up against Zach Lomax, I believe. So that's going to be a very interesting battle there. We know how dangerous sorry, uh, Zach Lomax can be when he wants to be. Um, I'm looking to see a little bit more from Amone. I think that Amone can provide much more than what he's doing at the moment. I think that we know how much potential this guy has, and I'd really love to see him unleash in this game, particularly against a very strong Raiders outfit. Little as well at nine. He's been fantastic. Blake Laurie needs to have a big week as well. Obviously had an off game last week and we know the potential that Blake Laurie has because he's a big meter eater in this team and a really tough forward in this team. I would even go as far to say as one of the best front rowers in this side at the moment uh, in terms of his aggression and his meter eaterage, if that's even a word. And we're making up words on the spot, but don't worry about it. Um, But yeah, look, I'm very excited for this game. I think it's going to be a very entertaining one. Quite a close one for me as well. I'm going to take the Raiders 1-12. to I'm not going to take them 13+. plus. I'm taking them 1-12. to I think it will be close. Uh, but the Raiders run away with it at the end is my little prediction there. In terms of any time try scorers, I'm looking at this team. I'm looking at Matt Timoko. I think that he's put in a lot of effort over the past few weeks. He's been really, really good in attack and defense. He's been very vocal. Uh, I think that he goes over for a try. I think he deserves to go over for a try. Uh, So I'm taking Matt Timoko for the Raiders. As for the Dragons... Look, we said we wanted to see a bit more from Amone. We also know that Ben Hunt needs to have a big game in this one. Sloan can score tries. Um, Look, I'd be looking at... 
someone in this spine, if I'm picking one of them, I'm probably going to go for Ben Hunt in a big moment. Ben Hunt, big moment. I'm going to take Ben Hunt. I'm going to take Matt Simico to score in this game. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm taking them 1-12. to Whiten, I think he's going to be targeting uh, Tau Tau Moga with kicks in this game. So is Jamal Fogarty. I think that'd be the game plan um, of the Raiders. You know, starting off strong in the forward pack. This is going to be an epic forward bat- battle here. And obviously, Josh Papali'i v Zane Musgrove. Joe Tarpanay v. Black Laurie is going to be absolutely hectic, and I'm so looking forward to it. Um, Jack Bird, 13, I think he's a bit advantageous for the Dragons, although Corey Horsburgh, the big red, had a massive game last week. I think Jack Bird is a totally different 13, though, because obviously he's more of a mobile, you know, second 5'8 type 13, and I'd love to see a bit more of that from him in this game in the 13 jersey. But yeah, look, very excited for this one. As I said, I think it's going to be closer than people think. Um, and yeah, look, I'm going to take the Raiders here, one to 12 in this one. I think they have just too much to handle. Nick Kotrick's also back, something that people really don't or didn't realize looking at these lineups. Nick Kotrick is back in this team. I think that's going to be massive as well on the wing. Going up against Tao Moga, I think he has a little bit of value in him as an anytime try scorer as well, just quietly. So, uh, yeah, awesome game. I think it's going to be high scoring. It definitely has the potential to be. Uh, but in terms of my anytime try scorers, I'm just going to go Timiko and Ben Hunt. I think that's the safe option there with Raiders 1-12. to uh, As for the Eels v. the Bulldogs, fuck, this is going to be an awesome game because every time these two teams come up against each other, it is just such a tough game. Such a tough game. Uh, in terms of the records here, in 49 games played against each other, the Eels have won 25. The Bulldogs have won 23. So it's quite even there. They've actually drawn one as well. Um, So very, very interesting. It's super, super even in terms of the stats. In terms of the most recent games, uh, it's also quite even as well. The Bulldogs... um, in 2022, in June, they beat the Eels 34-4. The next game, 20th of August in 2022, uh, the Eels beat the Bulldogs 42-6. So very even in terms of big score lines. Do I think it's going to be that lopsided to one team? It could definitely go that way to the Eels at home. Uh, the last time the Eels were at home versing this team, they did win 42-6. So it's very lent against the home team. Eels being the home team here, I'm probably going to go the Eels to win this one, but let's go through the lineups before we make any big calls. Uh, Gutho is at fullback. Mike Acevo and Hayes Dunster on the wings for the Eels. Uh, Will Penasini, Sean Russell in the centers. Dill Brown, Mitch Moses in the halves. If Mitch Moses goes on to have another big game, the Eels definitely win this one. Uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Bolo in the front row. Josh Hodson at nine. Sean Lane, Bryce Cartwright in the back row, Ryan Madison at 13. Jermaine Hopgood, Brendan Hands, Wiramu Greg, Makeshi Makatoa. Love to see Brendan Hands get back into a bit of form there, coming off the bench and giving this side a bit of go forward, especially if the Eels go on to run away with it. Junior Bolo is back uh, for the first week since his suspension as well, which is massive. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how he goes in this team. In terms of other guys who are back, Matt Dory is back, but he's not on the bench. He is in the reserves. Um, 
Other than that, there's pretty much no changes to this team other than Junior Boldo back in the front row. Um, as for the Bulldogs, obviously Addo Carr is going to be out for a while. Curtis Morin is out of this team. Harrison Edwards is out of this team. Reese Hoffman sorry, uh, is out of this team. Jesus, I can't speak. Uh, very lucky to have Raymond Fitala Mariner back in this team. Tavita Pangai Jr. as well is a big in for the Bulldogs. Max King and uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. Sorry, uh, in the front row. They've got Reid Marnie at nine. This is the first time they've had Reid Marnie at nine versing the Eels as well. So that's a big factor to take uh, into this game. Reid Marnie against his old team as well. You know, if the Bulldogs do get a bit of go forward, it's going to be through to Veda Pangai Jr. and Reid Marnie. That is going to be an awesome combination there. Uh, Ryan Sutton coming off the bench as well. In terms of the forward pack, the uh, the Bulldogs look very, very strong. I'd love to see Jackson Depine come into this team for Jaden Ockenbaugh. Look, I just don't know what Jaden Ockenbaugh provides. I don't know why he's playing that back row sort of role. He's a winger. He's an out-and-out winger. I don't know why he's on the bench here. I'd much rather have a guy like Jackson Topine in the number 13 jersey who, you know, goes really well uh, in reserve grade for his team, for the Bulldogs, and, you know, has done quite well when he's come in for the Bulldogs in previous weeks as well. I'd love to see him on the bench. It sort of evens out the bench a bit as well. But look, as I was sort of saying before, I mean, Brendan Hand's coming on, giving this Eels side a bit of go forward. Um, you know, if the Eels do get on a roll here, they've got an awesome forward pack. Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Bolo, great meter eaters in this team. Uh, Mitch Moses at seven had a big game last week. If he has, has a big game again as well in this one and they get on the front foot, they're going to be so hard to beat. And as I said, last time the Eels were at home versus the, the Bulldogs, they did win 42-6. So uh, they've got a little bit of an advantage here. They are the favorites uh, by a little bit. Dylan Brown scored in his last game, I believe, against the Bulldogs as well. So he's definitely one to watch as an anytime try scorer, Dylan Brown, in the number six. I think Matt Burton's the same. I think Matt Burton can create something special against this Eels side. Those bombs are going to be deadly, and I think he's going to be putting up quite a few of those. I would too, I would be if I was the six in this team and I had the boot of a Matt Burton. I think targeting guys like Hayes Dunster with kicks... That's going to be super, super important for the Bulldogs. Um, and then, obviously, you know, early kicks as well. I'd be kicking early and making the Eels work off their line at home as well. I think that's going to be massive for them. Uh, as I said, in terms of who wins this game, I've got the Eels as the favourites. I think they get the job done at home. Um, they won quite by quite a bit last time they were at home as well, so that's a factor I'm taking into account. Plus their bench as well. I mean, Jermaine Hopgood coming off the bench is going to be very interesting. And uh, he brings a lot into this team and we've seen over previous weeks. We're in McGregor, super tough competitor who has started for the Eels over the past few weeks and has done a really good job. Makayashi Makatoa as well always puts in 110% off the bench. The thing that wins the Bulldogs the game, if they do win, is going to be their forward pack. Their forward pack is fucking outrageous. Max King, Tavita Pangai Jr., Reed Marnie at nine, Kikau, uh, Jacob Preston, Raymond Fartaylor Mariner. And by the way, Viliami Kikau was not supposed to play this week. He was not supposed to play this week. I thought he did his pec muscle, but he's in this team. Um, yeah, Jaden Ockenbohr, who, again, I just, I'm just i so unsure about. But Corey Wurzel and Ryan Sutton as well on the bench there uh, for the Bulldogs. That is a strong pack and going to be very hard to beat if the Bulldogs do get on the front th- foot sorry, uh, through guys like Reid Marnie uh, and obviously Matt Burton. Going through the middle for the Bulldogs is the big thing that they 
you know, they really do get on the front foot when they go through the middle. So I'd love to see a bit more from that. Obviously, guys like Matt Burton going through the middle, Reid Marnie taking the ball out of dummy half. Matt, uh, Reid Marnie, sorry, kicking out of dummy half is going to be big and a big advantage that the Bulldogs have over the yields as well, the kicking out of dummy half. But yeah, their forward pack for me is the main advantage the Bulldogs do have. I'm taking the Eels. I'm taking the Eels 1-12. to I still think it's going to be a close one and a dog fight in the forwards. Uh, but I'm going to take the Eels 1-12. to In terms of any time try scorers, uh, as I said, Dylan Brown did score, I believe, in his last game against the Bulldogs. So I'm going to go Dill Brown at 6. I think he is owned a try. Um, and then... It's going to be a tough one. I'm going to take Kiraz. I'm going to take Kiraz. You know, he's coming up against Hayes Dunster. I'm not too sure on Hayes Dunster in defense. I think they're a little bit weaker than obviously against a Micah Sevo, who absolutely destroyed Kiraz last time they played. Uh, but I think if Kiraz is going up against Hayes Dunster, I'm going to take Kiraz as an anytime try scorer in this game as well. So Dill Brown and Kiraz as my anytime try scorers uh, for this game against the. Uh, for the Eels v the Bulldogs, sorry, uh, with the Eels winning 1-12. to